0: Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. And we are back once again with True Hill Heat 79. On this edition of True Hill Heat, we got a lot to unpack. Uh, It was, as they call, one of the worst press weeks when it comes to WWE. Uh, Bad, bad press all along as they had a positive COVID test as well as a lawsuit with saudi arabia related uh we will also be discussing week 35 of the wednesday night wars we'll also be deciding and discussing what may have been the greatest wrestling match ever at wwe backlash and we will give you our collective (laughs) top 10 best aew matches of year one so I am back once again with the princess of all the True hills, Miss Chrissy Love.
1: Hello. Thank Rep. you.
0: Woo. And we got the trim fit, the fresh cut, Mr. True Hill resident alcoholic, Top Guy, JJ. Ah, fresh watermelons. Fresh watermelons this week, and we have a very, very, very special guest host with us. One of the OGs of the True Heels. (laughs) somebody, (laughs) Yes, somebody I met way back when, in 2011, at ROH Final Battle 2011, that was main evented by Eddie (sighs) Edwards versus Davey Richards. He was drunk, and he met my (laughs) drunk roommate, and we've been friends ever since. He is the connecticut or east coast version of (laughs) brandy cutler because he has a bald head a goatee and he is a young bucks
1: mark he is the man mike martin
2: thank you thank you thank you for that lovely introduction introduction. right thank you you. let's
1: give him a hand clap guys (laughs) (laughs) salut yes
0: welcome to the podcast how you feeling good brother
2: i'm i'm doing pretty good i'm great to be here which was in person but hey this is better than nothing
0: absolutely absolutely and we are glad to have you you are a true blood aew fan for since day one so you're a perfect person to have on as we give our top 10 best aew matches of year one but before we get into anything, this is a reminder to you, the viewers, push that like button. You can share this video and the iCard down at the bottom. You can push that to subscribe and the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here on True Hill Heat. And I got to represent this right here. This is my uh, Chad Gaspar shirt.
1: Are you all yours today? Nah, you should tell me I would have worn mine again. Well, well, Mr. Mr.
0: Mike, he's actually the one that gifted this to me. He sent oh, the nice. delivery to me. I had to represent for Thank Chad you. as well as for Mike, so I appreciate him gifting me this as a new father. I appreciate that. Nice, nice one nice. of the hero fathers in the world at Chad
2: Gaspar. Yeah, 100. So, oh,
1: wait, happy early Father's Day, friend. Thank and JJ, you. Thank hey, you. yes, Thank yes, you.
3: yes. Thank I you, might man. be a
2: father, Thanks. I just don't know. So, let's oh, hope i'm not. <laughs> <but>. <laughs>
3: Well, you know, and uh, (laughs) as long as you know who the potential mother is, (laughs) 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 as long as it's down to like a list of two or three,
0: yeah, all right.
2: right. (laughs) As long as she has me down to a list of two or three, that's Uh, Maury, right.
0: So like Mike, we got to shout out a bunch of our supporters. Mike's been supporting us since we started this whole True Hills, and that's why he's on the podcast with us. But we also got to shout out you, the viewers and supporters of True Hills and True Hill Heat. So first of all, we got to shout out our top three conversation starters. Coming in at number three of the True Hill Trinity is our New Japan officiado, James Wims. Coming in at number two is the host of The Romeo Report, co-host of True Rewind, co-host of Wednesday Night Warriors. He is Mr. Romeo Anthony Colon. And coming in at number one once again is the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. A nice. boy! My
3: boy, the elite. You know what I
0: mean? (laughs) The elite. Yes. If you're part of the elite, you get to be on True Hill Heat. So we always appreciate the support. So uh, a couple of the other True Hills, we got a shout out: Tom Carr, Kevin Michael Tardiff, Sheldon Jones, Nicholas Martin, one of the OGs as well, Marcus Garvey, and then we got a subscriber highlight. We got a shout out: Matt Slam Thirteen. BK Hinzo, who checked out our live stream this weekend for WWE Backlash as I went live for the greatest wrestling match ever. And Sala, as well, joined (laughs) us for our live stream. So, of course, what we missed was WWE Backlash. And we have to ask the question to start off this edition of True Hill Heat for True Hill Heat 79, THH 79. Was... Edge versus Randy Orton. The greatest wrestling match ever. I'm gonna start with you, our special guest, Mike Martin. <clears throat> what no. was the greatest?
2: <laughs> it was good. Now I stopped watching WWE because I kept I, I made sure to keep my word. With the exception of that match, because I was like, I gotta see if this is the greatest thing since Wait, friend. wait,
1: wait. Why did you what what happened, friend? You have to give a backstory.
2: Okay. I wasn't happy the way they got rid of those wrestlers and the people, you know, during the, the pandemic. pandemic. When they're making okay. the most money they've ever made, even yes. with no live events for the rest of the year. Correct. They're still yeah. gonna make the most money they ever had. They didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I do not even like half the people they got rid of. It just it wasn't the time. But <laughs> when you have companies like ROH who are barely holding on and they didn't release anyone because there's a couple people they should release, but they, and, still they
0: and they and they paid Alex Shelley for events that got canceled. Yeah. So and really? that's ROH. Yeah. If ROH is setting a better example than you WWE, then I agree with. You. Same with MLW. I,
2: didn't I agree, release anybody, so no one released anyone except for them. So
1: yeah, okay.
2: That's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> but but you thought the match was good on Sunday yes. between Edge and Randy Orton.
2: I did. I didn't like the fact I heard that it was maybe filmed, you know, certain scenes a couple times. That hurts it a little bit. But it was still a good match nonetheless.
0: How about you, Miss Chrissy Love?
1: I have to agree uh, with our special guest today. Um, I didn't think it was the greatest match. I thought it was good, and it was another long one, but good. I knew I, I liked the ending. Very good. Um, but other than that, I was it's not the greatest match ever, 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 ever. No, it was a good match. Something great for his number two match coming back. Put it like that.
3: Top guy, JJ, how about you? I mean, I think that was pretty obvious that we knew if we weren't going to see the greatest wrestling match <laughs> ever, right? I mean, I think we know that was happening. But I have gone, I'm gone out on a limb, and I will definitely say this was definitely the WWE main roster match of the year. Mm. Like, it, it was an excellent match between two very savvy veterans, and they really worked. Like, if WWE provided work rate, like they provided for their matches, we'd be watching a lot more WWE mm. because that work rate was amazing. The story was great. And I would say, without stipulation, without any like special match, that was the best match that Randy Orton and Edge has ever had, with Ooh. each like,
0: other, with period. each other, or their individual period. best
3: matches. Period. Like with no stipulation, straight one, two, three, best match they have performed in
2: together. Mm. No, or individual, in
3: general? In general for them. That sounds go I'm going out on my limb because hey, that's what I, I yeah. saw it. <laughs> And I saw it, I was like, I don't remember seeing a match with no stipulation involved, with nothing happening that performed this well.
2: He's right. He, the point of no stipulation is all my good Randy Orton uh, edge matches all have stipulations. So I,
0: I, I, We discussed this on our, WWE, our uh, the greatest pay-per-view roundtable ever <laughs> as we reviewed WWE pack, uh, backlash with myself, Josh, Romeo, and drunk guy, JJ. And I said, I, I can I can go out on that level moment only halfway with you. It's probably the second greatest match of any of either guy's career. The only match that I said is as great with no stipulation for Edge was his match with The Undertaker at mm-hmm. WrestleMania 24. And, yes. for, and for Randy Orton, it was his match with Chris Benoit at SummerSlam 2004 when he became the youngest World Heavyweight Champion ever. So... I would say that the Edge match for Orton is better than the Chris Benoit match, but I can't say the the Orton match is better than that Taker match for Edge. But Mm -hmm. I I definitely agree with Drunk Guy J.J. on one point. I agree. It was... Huh? Where's Drunk Guy J.J.? Oh, (laughs) I, I know. I agree with... You're going to
1: have no, to get them no, separate names. You're going to no, stop messing I, up J.J.'s name I, now. I agree with
0: both of them, actually. I agree with Drunk Guy J.J. and Top Guy J.J. They both agree it was the WWE main roster match of the year. So I am going to go out on their limb with them. And I agree it was the WWE main roster match of the year. Just a little bit better than AJ versus Bryan and Drew versus Rollins. Yeah. So, what did you guys think about the fact that, yes, like Mike mentioned earlier, it was a couple of reshoots and retakes of different spots of the match. And due to that, Edge has suffered a torn bicep, which will have him out for six to eight months. So, Chrissy Love, what's
3: your thoughts on it?
1: Just like, Jesus, you just got back. You on vacation now again?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This isn't exactly a vacation. I want to know. I just just don't understand.
1: I just don't understand like you already knew like he he just got back this is his second match you just couldn't be gentle with him like it was a great match I just don't understand like I don't get it I don't know and if I was um his wife I'd be pissed at him I'd have to kick um Randy Orton's wife ass for the sake of it <laughs>
3: But you know what? Something very similar happened to Triple H when he came back to his full work matches. Like he tore his he tore his bicep the same way. Like he he also tore a bicep and he was out for the remainder of the year too. It's like when you get a little bit older. When you get a little bit older and you try to keep that physique up, you tend to a little bit more tears because you're not you're not doing the activity as much. Yeah, and also
0: Orton Orton suffered an injury similar to that in two thousand eight when he came back
3: from his injury.
2: Two things. I want to know what was the purpose of the reshoots? Was it just to get those stupid camera angles, or was something actually the messed shit up? Was
3: killing me. The- and <laughs> the other thing is,
2: um, when Triple H tore his, it was in that during awful tag match with uh, in Saudi Arabia with Shawn Michaels and against yes, the Brothers of yes, Destruction. Yes. So that match yeah, they, was doomed.
3: They, they, so. they tore their arms, their ligaments, and they fucking The and their masks. Exactly. Like- Wigs fell off. fell off. I'm, I wish Kane
1: off. would throw that crap in the garbage and burn it. Like, we don't need you to do that, friend. We already know that you don't have black hair. You're the mayor now. Stop.
0: If anything,
2: Shawn Michaels should have put it on, so that way we could have got the old Shawn Michaels.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. That match wouldn't have been so jarring to watch. But I kind of feel bad for, you know, as like you guys said, like, he just came back, so to suffer that that torn bicep does hold him back a little bit, and we'll talk about how they followed up on that on Monday Night Raw, but also at WWE Backlash, Drew McIntyre defeated uh, Lashley to defend the WWE Championship thanks to a distraction from Lana what did you guys think about the WWE Championship match
3: It was solid I think it was solid like it was solid I mean Lana just Lana's purpose just needs to be wherever There's not WWE Cameras Like like she is like the Worst thing on all Three brands and it's not even Close
1: I think Lana needs Definitely she needs to be released just like Rusev was released it's time For her to go it's time it's time, sis. I'm sorry. And I don't know what's worse. Your your hair color or your tan. I don't know which is I don't know which is worse, to be honest. I really she's, couldn't. I she's can't. no
3: longer Russian. And she she hasn't been Russian in years, friend. Come on. <laughs> exactly. I, that's what made her an attraction. Now you now you're just as you're a regular ass civilian and Yeah, no, you're, like you're you're bland. Very bland. <sighs> ruined the she ruined what was what could have been a very excellent match? She ruined it. Just a presence ruined the match.
0: Yes. Well, well, yes. on Monday, Lana a thought did trend on Twitter, so she is winning there. Um, We also on Backlash we had Braun Strowman beat Miz and Morrison to defend the WWE Universal Title, as Duh. well as uh, Sasha and <laughs> Bailey defend the WWE Tag Team Titles. Lana,
1: defeating- you address you her as Bailey Dos. so.
0: The dose straps or whatever. whatever. You have to address uh, it the
1: right way, friend.
0: Now nah, I'm good. I nah, will uh, okay. <laughs> Bailey as a role model. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> she is a she is a role model and one of the best. Nah, yeah, this is Bailey. Yeah, this
1: is Bailey's best gimmick right now. You kidding me? What? Uh oh, I love it.
0: Yeah, freaking love it. I have to ask you guys another question, our final question about WWE Backlash. What the fuck was the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders?
3: Mike, I want you to take this one. Well, or, listen, or,
0: I, or in a better in a better question to quote uh his esteemed co-host on something to wrestle with. Who booked this <laughs> shit, Bruce? <laughs> Here's
2: the Dude. thing. Um, Dude, you I actually I didn't watch it. I read the results. It was terrible. As I was fast-forwarding to get to the greatest whatever Mad um ever, yeah. I did see the the tall ninja and everything. It, uh, no. I don't no. get it. I don't I, get it I didn't stop. stop. I just kept no. going. So, as I was fast forwarding, so. Yo, <laughs> I <laughs> look at this.
3: Yo, my first. Like, how, Sway? How? Like, how did this happen? How did this happen? Like, why did you just ruin, like, 20 minutes of my life? Like, and it was long. It was long. Was it? Like, uh, like, oh my it was like God. 15, 15 and, then, and 16 minutes. And then, and, then, and, then, and then what makes it worse? What makes it worse is that it ended off with them becoming the Viking prophets. Like, <laughs> what, 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 I actually what like that part from Monday yay. night. Yay. <laughs> no, there was nothing. Street Raiders
2: is a way better name. Absolutely.
3: Wrote it. Absolutely. I agree. I, so agree. I agree. Ways are definitely How better, do. yes. So
0: are they going to all have
1: red cups now and, and the Viking mask? I'm so before it. I'm so ready for it. I think They're it's going gonna to so trash, the, but it's going to be so funny. Leg. Yes! No. I'm, I see it. Literally, I see it. It's so
3: funny. Questions. This could be the best
2: faction since uh, 3MB. The worst
3: angle of the worst thing of 2020, <laughs> 2020 for WWE and it is by a <sighs> fucking fan
1: Yes. Well, I don't know,
3: I don't know, WWE
0: has a few candidates for either the most disgusting tactic or worst angles, like, they got a few of them, they got a few of them, which will which we'll get to as we talk about Friday Night Smackdown, and on Friday Night Smackdown, it's a tale of two episodes, as we had AJ Styles and Daniel O'Brien in what I would say was the best mm. WWE. TV match of 2020 or in quite some time and a wwe match of the year candidate and then on the other end of the spectrum we had jeff hardy throwing piss into Sheamus's face which was censored on the west coast feed and apparently fox was very unhappy with wwe for so miss chrissy love you cover smackdown for us what was your thoughts
1: I do agree with you with the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles. No, no, not surprised with that at all. I don't know. I I, I knew they were they're going to give us a great match, and we knew that AJ was going to win. Um, however, this whole Jeff Hardy sobriety going to take tests and things of that nature—it's really not necessary. It's really retarded and stupid. And yet again, it's just showing that they are dropping the ball with some of the people, Jeff Hardy, just go with Matt, like leave, we want you to leave friend. We, we need you to leave and go join your brother. It's-, it's not working out. I know, I don't know what it is that's keeping you here. I don't know what it is. You just, you know, you just want to be loyal like the Undertaker, I don't get it, I don't know. But I need you to leave friend. I need you to go because right now what they're making you do and you- you're-, you're lost in-, in the sauce friend. And it's not, it's not working out. And, and you threw apple juice on someone, like that's not cool
0: in a, in, a, in a in a beer in a beer drawer <laughs> Absolutely Also on Monday Night Raw we had the return of WWE legend and former World Heavyweight Champion Christian as he returned to be low-blowed by Rick Flair and punted in the head by Randy Orton in one of the most compelling I didn't understand it. It, it was one of the most compelling angles on Raw in quite some time Uh top guy JJ what was your thoughts on the return of
3: Christian Randy Orton is the best thing on Monday nights right now. And it, and it and Randy Orton like I literally look for this for the Randy Orton reactions.
1: <laughs> this is, <laughs> well, that
3: was, great. Like, that part this was is is my living. This way. is my living. I'm so sorry, but this is my living and I cannot let you disturb that. I cannot that,
0: let you like when he like, when he unfolded his legs. And no, no, I'm trying to help.
3: <laughs> Yo, Randy Orton is the best heel of 2020. Yep. Ran- Randy Orton sure. Ar- 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 is Randy Orton Ar- is back right now.
0: Randy Orton Ar- is back. He got the spark again. So yeah. did, also yeah. on
3: Raw, uh,
0: Asuka beat Nia Jax with a fast count as they continue to protect Nia. Uh, Drew and <laughs> <in> our truth <troop. laughs> defend the wwe championship versus mvp and lashley getting the victory and raw with that huge angle with uh, christian's return got a 1.93 million rating on nelson and it was the highest since after wrestlemania so finally we're gonna get into our top news and what many is calling one of the worst press weeks in for wwe in quite some time Or just wrestling Yeah, in wrestling. Yeah, wrestling period probably. So it was revealed on Monday night that WWE had another positive COVID-19 test leading to a company-wide testing this week. It was revealed uh, shortly after Monday Night Raw this week that a developmental talent tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. The developmental talent was last seen at the uh, Performance Center on Tuesday, June 9th. WWE did not reveal this information to any of their talent in the crowd on Monday until the press release went public. WrestleVotes, uh, WrestleVotes, as well as WrestleTalk, reported that WWE had previously just been doing temperature checks, which in some cases, certain WWE talent were allowed to still attend tapings with high temperatures for special circumstances this past um, Tuesday, June 16th uh, WWE conducted their first full testing for the COVID-19 virus via legitimate no uh on all talent and staff since the ongoing pandemic has started you know all it only took the testing, four, 4 months to do 3 3 unchanged.
1: 4 friends, uh, 4
0: Well, all the testing were via the nose bob, and there was a bit of a miscommunication early on, as some disorganization led to talent and staff waiting hours for the test, as well as its results. The delay on results led to the TV taping on Tuesday being two hours behind schedule, and to several uh, rewrites to television. This comes on the heels... This comes on the heels of WWE allowing a select number of fans at their TV tapings this week, which was an additional concern to the talent that were in the crowd. Several developmental talents revealed that they were not aware that non-WWE people would be invited to the taping. And WWE also invited friends and family of talent to the tapings this week. And on Tuesday, offered free COVID (laughs) testing for them if they turned down the test, they would not be allowed to attend. And it was also conflicting reports regarding if WWE were not allowing fans and talent to in the crowd to not wear masks. They were t- basically, Brian Alvarez a Wrestling Observer reported on Monday that his sources told him that WWE told people that if they wore masses on TV, they were not allowed to be on their TV taping. While John Alba on Twitter reports that multiple fans in attendance informed that they were not pressured to not wear masses. So all of these delays have led to a new schedule for the TV taping. June 16th, June 26th, they'll be back to tape SmackDown. And they're going to tape all the way through July 22nd.
3: Please someone. <laughs> Yo. Why are they just figuring out how to deal with COVID 19 right now? <laughs> they like, just, you know why? You know
1: why? Vince McMahon is friends with Mr. Trump, Yo. and therefore they're in denial and they're stupid, Yo. and they don't understand how uh, that this is a pandemic. Not only do you have the street prophets dancing <laughs> in the crowd with everybody on Monday night, like it was like a, a damn party. like, no, friend, no, I <laughs> got masks
3: on. <laughs> No one is like, it, what's wrong with y'all? And, and then it took a positive test for them to do company-wide testing. Yeah, like, are you like, like, like <laughs> yo, like, this is the most backwards-ass shit. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> it's fucking, yo, the every company that has been on television, whether it's been NASCAR, whether it's been UFC, whether it's been freaking <sighs> the Chinese baseball league, whether it's
1: they are so desperate to yo, be like AEW right now, testing. it's not even. They're funny, testing, like oh my
3: god! Doing straight testing anyway. Yeah, <laughs> w- <laughs> yo, the WWE is a fucking joke, yo. And they are a
1: billion dollar co- like I don't get it. I-, I just don't understand. Like, who? Why are you that incompetent? Like, why are you that stupid?
2: Well, you nailed it on the head with the whole Trump thing. He doesn't wear a mask. He doesn't think he it's doesn't, important. Like he, and like, then he- they don't think it's important. And then it's just.
1: And you know what's so sad is like. Someone released like the top like sports companies or sports people that like donate to him, and it's just like it's my like son like dude like you got a, a i don't get it like how do you guys support this man i i'm I'm you're lucky I have not, like canceled my subscription because I love wrestling so much, but I'm about to be like you friend and just like stop watching because I can't deal with stupidity at its finest
3: yo w w e it, it they they're they're remarkably stupid
1: like right like like, 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 beyond it, it, stupid, it, it, like
3: it, it, it's remarkable how stupid. You might they are.
1: have London and Bryson run the company yourself. They can, de- they can definitely come, but you know, what? I don't want them to come because they might get COVID. Mess with they dumbasses. <laughs> oh
3: no, 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 you won't even find out that they got COVID because they won't get tested. <laughs> so the the
0: biggest question, I think, out of all of this, like I said, with the rewrites and all the delays, they're gonna they're gonna have to go back to tape again on June 26th. So with knowing all of that and with the rewrites and the fact that WWE now has to come back on June 26th for another round of taping starting with uh, next week's SmackDown. Do you guys think that they're going to do another round of company-wide testing for everyone that attends? Or are they just going to go back to their temperature checks and not doing their due diligence? <laughs> Top guy, JJ, you got the best facial expression. Yo, Alex.
3: Any any active business should be doing COVID testing. If you're an active company that is bringing people to work, that is going to be physical... Y'all have to do testing like other places that is not doing testing, that is reporting to work. There is a social distancing guideline where you have to be six feet apart. These people are going to be physically next to each other. How the the fuck are you not doing COVID testing? How the fuck is this not a mandatory thing? It it, it is mind boggling that we're fucking almost four months into this shit and they still don't got it. Like how? What
0: how? <laughs> it it's 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 it is definitely mind boggling. Mike, what's your
2: thoughts? They're not if they do, it's only because they know people are watching them. If yep. they don't, it's because mm-hmm. they don't care to. And that's okay. that's pretty much it because I was saying before, you know, the fact that they had Ric Flair there, you know, like he didn't need to be there. They just they think it's like not big deal, and being in Florida where it's just rising and rising' well, it's just, just
3: had speak a on it, heart friends, heart speak on it, it's terrible yeah just had a heart
0: attack Yeah. Yeah. jr <laughs> that yeah, just had a heart attack, yeah, that's the biggest attack, yeah. <laughs> it, it it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense how negligent they've been. And so my next question for you, Chrissy, as far as being a parent as well for as you know, like me, are you would you go, would you attend a WWE event
1: now? No time soon at all. No time soon. This is this is is it's, it's so sad how you guys have dropped the ball on so many people like you, you are, you have so many people's lives in your hands and it's just showing that you don't care. And I, I hope that people speak up about it. They probably won't, but I know that's their jobs and they need to get paid, you know, unemployment is an all time high. Um, and I, I, it's just sad on like, how they drop the ball on this? Like you, you could have been just like have, like you could pay doc, you pay doctors to come in and look at people's injuries have it, you, i'm sure you had a staff doctor i know they got they you got you got the resources use it call your friend in the white house he can
3: send you a bunch of stuff
2: they you pay, have, you pay
3: they have free covid testing
2: free. Plus, florida has so much testing free. i guess they got an abundance of tests so there's no excuse
3: it's just pure ignorance yes it's it's pure and
2: ignorance and
3: negligence
2: yes
0: so so Chrissy Love talked about people speaking up. So that can take us to our next topic, which has to do with WWE Saudi Arabia TV negotiations lawsuit as the this bad press week for WWE continues. WrestleNomics oh, has posted uh, court documents from the lawsuit and filed by Firefighters Pension System of the City of Kansas City, Missouri Trust against former WWE co-presidents George A. Barrios and Michelle Wilson, along with Vince McMahon and the WWE, which claims that WWE misled investors about their TV deal to the Middle East and North Africa regions, as well as other aspects. Of their dealing in the region the complaint has a former wwe talent as a confidential witness and says that wwe allegedly failed to disclose their tv deal with osn to the region uh being ended early when osn began to struggle financially and be and became negligent uh delinquent to the payments of rights fees WWE sent OSN a notice of material breach on on September of uh, 2018, after which OSN shut down its uh, sports channels as a cost-cutting measure and sought the early termination. OSN's general counsel informed WWE of their intent in November, and and the two sides came to terms on a settlement on December 18th to allow OSN to end the deal on March 31st, 2019. This lawsuit has also revealed that WWE allegedly may have threatened talent for not performing in Saudi Arabia. So what are your thoughts on this news of this lawsuit with the Saudi Arabia deal and a lot of it coming out that uh, with the incident that happened last year Uh, in the court documents? It says that uh, that. There allegedly was mass men with guns at the uh when the superstars were boarding last year at Crown Jewel 2019, which was the whole delay which caused the WWE SmackDown superstars to not attend the event, which led to a whole NXT episode of SmackDown last year. Which was great. It was. It was fantastic. So you know, WWE knows how to come up with fantastic things out of crazy shit like this so uh apparently a lot of people believe that this uh this confidential witness is one of the released wwe talents which will have more information about what really went down on that day in saudi arabia as well as carl anderson and luke gallows have said they will talk about it on their on their podcast so Mm. mike Start with you. What are your thoughts on this whole situation concerning the Saudi Arabia TV negotiations, as well as the incident last year?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing: I 100 believe that that happened. You know <laughs> everything, okay? And as a matter of fact, I wrote down here the two people I think is the whistleblower. Uh, it's either Rusev or Harper or. Brody Lee, um, because <laughs> if you look at that picture of them standing outside the airplane, do you? I don't know if you've seen it, but Harper's look, like, I can't wait to tell a motherfucker about this. <laughs> I need to see
1: that picture, man. I gotta see that picture. I gotta see it. I'll
2: find it. I'll send it to you. Yeah, they're all inside yeah. the plane, and he's just looking like... Yeah. So. <laughs> um, as far as the TV deal, I mean, you know, Vince pulling the... I, let's go up with the fact that he pulled the stream in the middle of the stream. I mean, that's... Yeah. And notice he got his ass out of there. And if it wasn't for Brock, huh. Flair and Hogan would have been sitting their asses there. He took them. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's
3: on a, it's his ho- special private plane and <laughs> left the rest of the roster behind. Mind oh, you. Yes. He, Except he been, Brock Lesnar and Hulk Hogan <laughs> and
0: shit.
2: <laughs> and, yep.
0: Chrissy <laughs> Love, what was your thoughts?
1: Um, this is just uh, another thing that's just sad. I, I can't wait to see this picture, but like Um, it's, 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 it's sad. Like, uh, like he said, I'm sure it happened because, you know, Vince left everyone stranded knowing that they had a taping the next following day and, um, could have had everyone on his nice plane waiting and and, then flew back home. Um, but it's, I'm like, like he said, I'm sure it happened and it's just disgusting. Like, I hope they do show themselves and, and and show us the receipts and give, give the proof. We want to see it. We're ready for the tea. I want to know. I want to see everything now.
0: So, so Mike gave us Rusev and Luke Harper. Talked <laughs> guy, JJ. Who is your pick for the confidential witness?
3: I, I can't go against I can't go against the Luke Harper one or the Brody Lee. I can't go against Brody Lee, man. But, so
0: what we will tell is that the the confidential witness was an employee with WWE from the time of 2012
3: to 2019. That's that's Brody Lee's and Rusev's entire tenure. yeah,
2: <laughs> That's their entire tenure.
3: Yep. That's their entire tenure. And what, yo, it, it's like, yo, how, uh, so, so hold on, so when you make deals with terrorists, <laughs> you, you don't you don't think some shady, shisty shit is about to happen. <sighs> they give you all of this blood money, <laughs> and they give you all of this blood money, they give you, what, 200, 200 million dollars! To have a few shows there, and, and you don't think now you just gave up power to them? Yeah. Like, Like, you you just hear, like, oh, you thought that 200 mil was just going to come with just your appearance? Absolutely. Yeah. This, well, you know, I'm Vince McMahon. I'm the god of business. No, no, no. I'm, and I'm a friend of Donald Trump.
1: <laughs> yep. And, and
3: well. it is... It's just... It, it's, yo, somebody needs to take Vince McMahon... Mm. And just take him on a school of life and history.
1: It won't work, though. It won't work. But, but, just but he
3: ain't going to get it. But at least it's like, yo, at least Bro, somebody, at least somebody in the world can say, I try to educate this man. I, I try. And it's just it's going to come to no avail. But at least somebody said they try to get
2: the word to him.
1: These are the same people that send emails to though, friend, right? You know?
3: Send him let's an let's email. Back, yeah, let's not get back into that shit.
2: Well, I'll tell you what that two hundred million dollars didn't shit. bring. It didn't bring any good matches because there hasn't been a fucking good match uh, in Saudi Arabia won! <laughs>
3: since
2: not the won. beginning that it, started I, think,
3: since it I started. I forgot his
2: name. Monsoon, Monsieur,
3: Monsor, Monsor. Yeah,
2: in Claudio or Cesaro, that was okay.
3: He said, "Claudio, <laughs> Claudio." He calls he calls him by his government. He Calls him by well, his real oh,
2: name. So that's yeah.
1: That's funny. Yeah, absolutely
0: so we, we gotta move on to week 35 of the well i will actually one final question with you guys because mike mike actually bring up a good point he stopped watching due to how wwe you know dealt with the firing of all those superstars on black wednesday now we got this lawsuit with saudi arabia as well as the positive COVID test and their complete negligence on dealing with this pandemic has this whole, like, COVID-19 era exposed the WWE more than ever? I- I'll-, I'll start with you, Miss Chrissy Love.
1: Okay. I- I- I've been upset with them for a minute now, um, especially, like, during this whole thing that our country is going through right now. You, you sent an email, which was very disrespectful. Um, you, ha- you, let some- you gave someone COVID. You gave it to them. There's nothing. There's no- you gave that to them. Um... I read somewhere supposedly Kevin Owens has stopped coming to their shows and re- recording as well. He said he will not be a part of this. He's doing he's taking a page out of Sami Zayn's book and not showing up to fuck work. Um, yeah, because best friend. Hence, but and, and this is why Sami Zayn was like, you know what? Nah, I'm not gonna do this. Roman Reigns did it too. We should have Roman Reigns. Mer- Ray-
0: Roman Reign was the pioneer. He was Roman-, <laughs> Roman Reigns had everything to lose. He gave we- up a main event at WrestleMania because he knew that they were negligent and they weren't doing what they had to do. Like, like Roman Reigns leaving makes so much sense now.
1: I hope The Rock got his daughter out of there too, because she was in a crowd. Nope, uh, nope. she oh. was there on Monday. Oh.
0: Oh.
1: Listen, again, I, I, like I said, I was upset with them for sending emails. They're like no, the, Mr. Trump's number one supporter. I, I, I am like really at its wit's end with these people. And it's not for my love of wrestling, which keeps me here. But I, I, am, I am slowly but surely, slow very, I, I'm starting to now feel like I, I have to, like, remove myself. Because it feel, I feel like you don't care. And if it shows that you don't care about your product, why am I watching?
2: They don't care about so the product, I, their employees.
1: You don't care about nothing. Like, again, you gave this person COVID. You gave it to them. The whole thing inside Saudi Arabia, you took a deal with these people, who you know are corrupt. You know they're corrupt, but yet you still take their money, and you don't think that you're not going to, you're not sitting in the same, you're not sitting at the table with them. Yeah. Like it, it's 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 just it's it's more and more where I have to reflect on myself as an adult. I'm like, I don't know if I can like watch or be a part, put put more of myself into this brand. It's for my love for it that keeps me there, but I I, I it's slowly like going away slowly.
0: It, it, it's tough. If it wasn't for these videos, sometimes I question why, why yeah, I'm it, still... It, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm oh still, my God. still watching the they WWE, but... They have definitely came up short when it comes to everything regarding this whole COVID nineteen era as far as like their due diligence. And then we will always get the, the number of fans that are WWE apologists and axe the coin. Oh, what about AEW? They had they had Jake to Roberts and these people in the crowd. They got JR there in commentary. AEW no. does pre COVID testing for everyone. Like They're on being BN- the same state. They showed, the, <laughs> they showed the wristbands that they get COVID yeah. tests as well as a temperature check before they're allowed in for the TV taping.
1: New Japan double,
0: double. New yeah. Japan Pro Wrestling is the standard bearer when it comes Yo, to... No, I
1: heard they was cleaning down everything. They down the ropes and the
0: mats between every matchup. On their multi-man matchups, they did not allow the both guys on the outside of the ring to stand on the apron at the same time. Mm-hmm. They had one of the guys mm-hmm. just for the other guys stand on the apron to give them the social distancing. So all these organizations within your own business of professional wrestling, if you want to compare yourself to all the other ones, you you talked about the Chinese baseball, the top guy, JJ. Mm-hmm. UFC has gone above and beyond with testing, and Dana has looked bad throughout this whole COVID-19 era, but even him has done his due diligence with testing their performers, keeping them in a bubble, quarantining them. Like... They don't even even know where any of these people are going to go when they come back on June 26. We're not even sure if they're going to do company-wide testing again on the 26. And that just says so much wrong with the biggest organization in professional wrestling.
2: Uh, I want to touch something you said about Jake the Snake. Uh, Jake the Snake has smoked so much crack where (laughs) I think he's immune to (laughs) (laughs) COVID-19. So he's good to go.
1: You know what? (laughs) That is a fact, friend. (laughs) I have to agree with you there. I have to. He's a dinosaur. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a, like, and He wears his mask to the ring. And he had his yes. mask on at the ring. Come on, like let's. Just AEW, it. AEW even
0: makes gives every person there the choice that they can wear their mask on TV. There's no rumors about them pressuring anybody to not wear a mask on TV. So There's the
2: ringside is the the ringside guy. He's had a mask the entire time.
0: Yeah. Oh, the camera guys got masks yeah. on. So like
1: people have families. Like people are like they're not trying to come home. With this, like you don't like it. Does you don't know how it's gonna affect your body? Like no one knows the outcome. No one wants to find out. No, that's it. I don't want to know. I don't (laughs) like.
3: I'm I'm just gonna give a final thumbnail for me. Like if 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 it wasn't for my love of wrestling for over thirty years, WWE would not be on my TV. And I've noticeably started to gravitate to really realize that I'm only watching Hard Body on Wednesdays, Mm, mm. and. I know NXT is WWE. We all know that. That's obvious. Yeah. But not to see is that Friday Night SmackDown and Monday, and right Monday Night Raw, like, it feels different. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll, we, let's get into that, actually. It's um. like... It's, <laughs> I, 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 I
0: don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know
3: <laughs> when we get there. I know when we get there. Like it's...
0: Wednesday. I don't know about that different feeling. Oh, feel. God, gotta, I know. We, we got to talk about week 35 of the Wednesday Night War. This is the, the worst, worst segue
3: ever. <laughs> it
0: sure is. <laughs> it's the first time of the show where we break down WWE NXT as well as AEW Dynamite. We give you the highlights and each of us decide what was the better show for the week. You can also check out our official decider of what was the better show for the week as it is Wednesday Night Warriors with Romeo and Chris G as they break down each and every segment from AEW Dynamite as well as WWE NXT and give you their choice for the better show as well as you can join us on the True Hills group page and vote on our poll every single week to decide what was the better show and this week you will be the deciding factor because Romeo and Chris G have picked two different shows so check out wednesday night warriors right now to find out who picked who oh so, so we gotta talk about the ratings first so chrissy hit us with the drum so for week 35 of the wednesday night war it was aew dynamite with 772,000 viewers to WWE NXT with 746,000 viewers. Once again AEW wins in the weight the ratings war. They are now up. I believe it's now uh 30 weeks to five five for NXT and one top or two ties, I believe. But yes,
1: I lost count a long time ago, friends.
0: Hey, hey, hey! We're, I, I'm gonna start to keep count of what we chose as the better show for the week. Maybe we'll just keep track of that. Okay. On on WWE NXT, we had Sasha and Bailey return to NXT as they defeated Tegan and Shotzi Blackheart, and then Io Shirai, the NXT Women's Champion, attacked both ladies to show them who runs NXT now. Imperium. Not def-
1: necessary. Let him
0: finish
3: the rundown. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, Imperium yeah. defeated brazango to defend the NXT Tag Team titles. The NXT, the NXT Women's Division dominated this week as many different women were highlighted and a huge lineup for next week uh NXT as it's headlined by Keith Lee defending the NXT North American title versus Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano in a triple threat match with the winner versing Adam Cole on July 8th in a winner-takes-all match for both the NXT and NXT North American titles versus Week 2 of Fighter Fest, in (laughs) case WWE didn't want you to know. (laughs) AEW Dynamite, highlighted by Best Friends defeating Les Sex Gods and Orange Cassidy attacking Chris Jericho in what I like to call the angle- that I so wish the most had fans, as it set up yeah. the match of the summer, as it will be Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho at Fighter Fest. Omega and Hangman defeated the Natural Nightmares to defend the AEW Tag Team Titles. The Young Bucks defeated the Super Bad Squad. Abaddon debuted for uh, for for the aew women's division in probably the most unique debut of anyone from the women's division in aew and anna J is recruited for a dark order and the debut of ricky starks in a really really good yes, match I'm of wednesday night versus cody for the tnt championship so we will start off with our special guest mike martin what was the better show for the week
2: well, since I don't watch NXT, since I stopped watching WWE, I'm going to say AEW all the way.
1: <laughs>
2: and you're, you're just, I know we're on this topic. I just, as we were talking before, it was really hard for me as a fan of WWE or WWF since 1985 to stop watching, but I did do though. So. Yeah, so do AEW. Feel, do you feel
1: any certain kind you, of way? What? No. No, what, okay.
2: did
1: you,
0: what did you like about Dynamite this week?
2: Uh, well, I did like, even though it was a little, was a little, little sloppy here and there, but the, I like the Kenny Omega, um, uh, page against the nightmares. You know, I'm not a fan of QT Marshall, but he brought it, so it was good. Uh, that, and then that girl debuting, I thought was amazing. I followed her on Twitter immediately, and I told her her fucking look is fucking amazing, and she actually liked the tweet, so.
1: Ah, nice.
0: Yes. Love it. Gotta love it. He's yes. like brush your, brush your shoulder
1: off.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Miss Christy, what was the better show for the week for you? Uh
1: AEW for sure. Um, we didn't need um EO coming out at the We already know you you won you, you already ch- you you won. Like we don't need to know that you are running the show. Like not necessary. Um didn't know that I wanted to see uh orange versus um, Chris Jericho. I didn't know that I wanted to see that.
0: It's the number but, one match that everyone didn't, didn't know they wanted yet. to see that they want to see so bad now.
1: Right. I want to see him, <laughs> I want to see him kick, um, you know, Chris Jericho's legs with his hands in his pockets. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Um, uh, MJF has got to be the... He reminds me of Ted DiBiase. With Virgil, as you know, homeboy is Virgil, but he just has that old school like physique and like, like that he gives he gives me the attitude that Ted DiBiase used to give back in the day. I feel I feel that from him. He's like the young modernized one. I, if I can compare him to like, I gotta I freaking love him. I didn't even know I loved him because um, I because now I'm like migrating more onto AEW, and I'm just like. It, it just has better matches. It's like, and it's not, it's like every week is like someone different that they like elevate on the show, if I'm saying that correctly.
2: No? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Um, I feel like AEW, and, and every week is not the same. I feel like every week is different. It's not the same thing that we're going to get when we watch NXT, SmackDown, Raw. I feel like, you know, even like with, with uh, NXT last night, they had a little skits in there. I'm like, it's not, it's not really needed. I mean, it could be funny. That's great. But, like, we don't need that. We're fans. We're watching the product for a reason. Like, we don't have to treat us like we're stupid. Like, we already know that the whole, like, skit that the, um, oh, my God. What is his name? Jesus, why am I drawing a blank? Ugh. Robert Stone. Yes, yes. He can't go. He can't see cars now. That's, okay, okay Cool. How, however, we already know that that's your partner with the damn wig and a mask on. Like, you don't know that. That's... Oh, you're talking
0: about you talking about Breezango?
1: No, I am talking about the um. I oh, forget it. Never mind. I can't. <laughs> I talk too much. Movie. It's okay.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking about NXT. Makes you think like that. It, it just ask Chris G.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, look, you know what else I'm I'm very upset about? Why are they making the, the men, oh my God, I love him so much. Why are they making him want to be like stalker to... um. Uh, uh, um Velveteen Dream? Yes! What? Oh my God, what, what? He looked like a creep coming and putting a picture there with them being attacked. I was like, no, we can't, don't do that, no.
0: Don't do that, friend. <laughs> Top Guy
3: JJ, what was the better show for the week? I'm going to just start off. It was AEW, and it's not even close. This might have been the worst NXT episode of the year. Like, oh, like uh, NXT, ah, ah, NXT damn. throws me on such a fucking whim every week. <laughs> and, and, and it doesn't make sense sense like when the best thing that happened on the NXT show was William Regal's face coming up on a Titan trying to announce all the shit that's happening in the next two weeks. There's something wrong with your fucking program. <laughs> there, there, there's something wrong with the shit that is going on in NXT. Like there was the most unnecessary like why like the the show closes out with Io Shirai attacking Banks and Bailey on a show they don't belong on. So like it, like what's the fucking point? And then this unnecessary pairing of the Velveteen Dream, which we've been clamoring to get off of NXT television, and then you pair him up with Dexter Loomis, like, like this shit is bad all over the place, like I, I bad everywhere. And, I could have
1: called Dexter Loomis and and Karrion Kross and Cross supposed to be like the anyways, next big
3: things, I,
1: and they just just ruining them. They're just ruining. Uh,
3: I I I I don't, I don't think that they much. ruined Karrion and Cross yet. I don't want... Well, yeah, no. Karrion Karrion... He's the only thing that they got going. And I don't want to spend that much time with NXT because they make <laughs> me sick. Um, <laughs> AEW.
1: Oh.
3: A-E-W, oh. AEW knows every week. Like, if we talk of every week, somebody else comes through the... And that debut of Ricky stocks was fucking amazing. Like, oh yeah. I was hoping that he would have been one of the dudes that come through from NWA. Like from from yeah, from NWA. And it was like, oh my God. I like, to see that. And then he had an actually really good match with Cody, yeah, which yep. was really good. And then my God, like every time like Orange Cassidy is the king of giving you what you didn't know you wanted until he I, gives it to you. He's speak the king ring. of He's the king of it like we didn't know he we didn't know how bad we wanted to match with him and pack until we saw them pair up together and then He's they right. give us like one of the aew's best matches yeah and every time this man steps into a facility like you are just gravitated like, just on you just stuck on you. I want to give food. send
1: me a shirt I need, I need one I need one, one now
3: and the fact that he came out and he actually turned into a badass for like three minutes <laughs> and, and then became cool again what? And then, then the best friend ends up the night and gives them the best friend hug. And, and then the Okada angle. I, I, I put like, out the tweet. I put out the
0: tweet. That ending to an AEW made me smile on the inside for Chucky e. T. The guy who used to be on all the PWG, uh, doing the commentary for him to end off Dynamite there, and Trent Beretta for everything that happened with him in WWE, and then his time in New Japan, uh, being with Roppongi Vice. Like to see that ending, and uh, I just have to ask this question before I'll give my better show for the week: Is Orange Cassidy the hottest, the hottest star
3: of 2020? Is he Absolutely. like the
0: wrestling star of 2020?
3: Yeah, he Absolutely. would have to be. Yeah, he is Definitely a dark horse for that, right there. I Absolutely. I he, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, he's definitely a dark horse for that. And I, I just want before, like, I have started to grow more and more on QT Marshall. Like QT Marshall is delivering more and more every week that he's in there, and that match that the, the natural Nightmares had with with, with um Hangman and Om and Omega was. Mm-hmm. Was really good. Like they, yeah. it, it just seems like they just know how to highlight different talents every week, mm-hmm. and then and then we get Io Shirai attacking the tag team champions of <laughs> WWE.
0: Well, I, I on my thoughts on the show, what I thought was the better show for the week, I'm gonna make it unanimous, and I'm gonna go with AEW Dynamite as the Woo! better show. Me. I did like. I did like uh, NXT though. I felt like you know, the team title match was pretty good. Yeah, it, that just was turned into, it just turned into a complete was... cus- clusterfuck at the end. Yep. Uh then then I like I really love the W the women's tag team title match. That was one of the best main events on NXT in quite some time. Yeah, they and deliver. I even I will be the minority here. And I enjoy the EO Shirai ending because it was another cliffhanger ending for NXT where you wanted to know how they're gonna follow up with it. And are we gonna get EO versus Bailey? Are we gonna get EO versus Sasha? Or are we gonna get EO with a tag team partner versus both of them? We don't know. We don't know how they're going to follow up with it. So I am interested in that. And I absolutely love the undisputed therapy with Kyle okay, uh, Cal- 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 Rally as the therapist. That was funny <laughs> with, with with Roderick Strong with his fast feet. That was great. I even, I even enjoyed the biggest logic hole of last week, which was Santos Escobar. I enjoyed his segment and him taking out Drake Maverick. That was fun. But... That Robert Stone segment. That Robert Stone segment. That's when I was just like, yo, Vince finally realized that they've been losing all these weeks on television. And he was like, I need some input on NXT. Then we had the revolving door promo. That was uh, Adam Cole comes out. After Adam Cole had just been on two straight segments, he comes out for an interview. Then Keith Lee, who just interrupted him on in the last segment, comes out after him. Then Johnny wow. Gargano. Then Finn Balor. I felt like I was watching Raw on SmackDown. Yeah. And then <laughs> the, the authority figure pops up on the screen to make a judgment, and he gives us a hot shot angle of the NXC North American and NXC title in a winner-takes-all match on, guess what? The same week as Fighter Fest, I was like, like, "This is just so obvious that you're trying to compete with them, and this makes you look bad because you're the bigger
3: promotion here. Like, it just makes you look bad."
1: But it shows that they're watching and they're trying to steal from them.
3: Mike, Mike, you ain't missing, you ain't missing nothing, bro.
0: in the best might in the best competition you have to run your race and that's yes. what aew is doing the tag title match was good it kept along the angle that was going that's going on with the natural nightmares as well as made Omega and hangman look good I love the Ricky Starks match with uh Cody and very congratulations to Ricky on getting signed by aew yes. due to that match because that he's one of the t- he was one of the top free agents out there, so the fact that AEW locked him in was great. I even like I like the uh, the Young Bucks versus Super Super Bad Squad. Bad. I even uh, MJF versus Billy. Like everything, everybody has a purpose to what's going on. And like Mike, I loved Abaddon's debut. I loved Abaddon's yeah. debut. That was, like, the most unique thing that mm-hmm. has happened to the women's division. But Those when we talk contacts, about the women's
2: man. Division, Those oh fucking God. contacts are...
0: <laughs> they were crazy. We, like, AEW highlighted so many people. You had the new people with Abaddon and Ricky Starks. But the MVP of the episode of Wednesday night was once again, Dr. Goat Baker. Once again, the yes. MVP of Wednesday night, she's simply hilarious. Just a little exchange between her and Reba when she came out the trash. Yes. Tells her, How are you? I was yes. you, you you're real fired. And Reba was like, no, 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 no. Come, come, back. Come, come back, come back, come, come back. back. I need you. You mean I'm, you mean I'm free? Okay. <laughs> and, and she says, no, 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 you're rehired.
3: I
2: loved it. Where's I, okay, Tony? Oh, you put him on a timeout. Oh, all right. <laughs> yo, Br- oh,
3: like, it, 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 yo it, that's the thing. AEW, it feels like each segment is meaningful. Yep. Like each thing that happens after they come out of the commercial break is something else that has meaning. And even losers get recruited. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's like, yo, they keep it going. And I feel like I can go an hour, I can go 45 minutes and not miss a beat with NXT. And, and, and that's the problem and the disconnect that I'm having with that show is like I might see a good segment here, but it might be the first one or it might be the it might be the fourth one or it might be the end of the night. And it, it, it's just not resonating. It's really not resonating.
0: I, I like, like I said, I like certain stuff on NXT. I even like the 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 context of the revolving door promo because Johnny Gargano's character right now is awesome. He's hilarious. When Keith yeah. Lee said he picked up, he yeah. picked up Candice LeRae and Candice LeRae whispered to him that this is the most action she's gotten all year, and Johnny's <laughs> response was was stop being weird. <laughs> I, I, I
3: fucking died laughing. I was
0: like. He was like I was there. That didn't happen. <laughs> I just love Johnny Gargano as a heel now. He's finally coming into, into, he's coming into. He's, he's,
3: he's, he's coming turned, into his he's own. He's coming into his own. He's
0: turning that corner. He's turning that corner and my boy Cameron Grimes punching out the tires of uh Damian Priest. We <laughs> need more Cameron Grimes. We need more Cameron Grimes after last week. So yes, that was our our NXT and AEW what we thought was the better show for the week. The one final thing I will say is that Yes, like I said, the Orange Cassidy Jericho segment was the best thing on Wednesday night, honestly, like segment wise. And that it just in a nutshell described Orange Cassidy's character when he actually tries. He's one of the best guys in in the company when he but he when he doesn't try, he's still the coolest guy in the whole company. So it just perfectly got his whole character in a nutshell. And I loved it. The rest of the news we got to uh, other WWE news like Miss Chrissy Love mentioned earlier. Kevin Owens decided to sit out of the WWE TV taping on Wednesday, uh, June seventeenth. Actually, we we found out due to this that his wife's uh, father actually passed away due to the COVID nineteen virus. So due to all the revelations that went on this week, that was the reason why he like kind kind of made his decision to sit out. I know wow. you're a big Kevin Owens fan. So what was your thoughts on finding this out, uh, Mike?
2: Well, you know, it's smart, you know, especially when you have people showing up that are got the virus, you know. Uh, The second thing, I think it might have been her grandfather that died. Oh, grandfather. Uh, Uh, But still, either way, it's terrible. Um, But he, you know, it's not the first time he sat home uh, choosing to, um, you know. So hopefully he doesn't get punished for it because that tends to be a thing. Like, you know, Sammy losing the IC title. But Brock, I know he's the bigger star. It's not about who's the bigger star. It's about if you have two guys that are champions and one guy doesn't show up and he doesn't get punished for it, but another guy doesn't show up, he gets punished for it. That doesn't much make much sense. Um, so, I mean, hey, the man's got to do what he's got to do. He's got a family to worry about. And if they're going to be you know, so selfish and not care like that, then, he's again, he's got to do what he's got to do.
0: True story. So WWE champion uh, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley apparently were the ones who pitched their idea for their current WWE title program, which former creative director Paul Heyman was a supporter of. But the finish at Backlash was a Vince McMahon idea. More stories are coming out out of the Bruce Pitcher replacing uh, Paul Heyman story that we broke last week on True Hill. He's 78 reveals that AJ Styles was apparently upset with Heyman following the firing of Anderson and Gallows, feeling that Paul should have fought more for their jobs prior to his move over to SmackDown. Top guy, JJ,
3: what's your thoughts on that one? WWE with thought. And with thought. WWE with thought. They should have thought more with 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 firing twenty percent of their like ten percent of their roster. Right. Um it, it it's just one of those things that you it just shows you how little power anybody other than Vince McMahon has. So it's like if they to a fight for him, he should have fought for them. Maybe if he would have. If he did, how much how far would he have gotten? Yeah. Probably I mean, not far yeah. at all. I think, like, I think I think AJ's just being ridiculous. Honestly, he that's just, my only thought. No, on <laughs> I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't say he's ridiculous. I would just say he's an angry friend. He's, no, an angry- he's being, he's Ooh, being ridiculous because he's angry at the wrong people. Right. But, but he, he I mean, he should know better, but I just call him a mad friend. <laughs> He's just somebody that's just lashing up. Yo, my boys got fired, Joe. Yo, whoever I can yell at that's not gonna get me in trouble, that's who I'm gonna yell at. Because if he yells at Vince McMahon, his ass might get fired too. Yeah. <laughs> so, true. It's also true. That that's just what I get out of it. Like it's just it's just yo, they are just all wrong right now in so many aspects.
0: So reports have come out saying that while Vince's meetings with uh, SmackDown staff would be smooth, his Raw meetings with uh, Paul Heyman would run longer and be more spirited. The interaction between Heyman and, and McMahon was described more as spirited than an argument per se. The Forgotten Sons have been pulled from WWE television following the tweet from Jackson Riker uh, supporting Donald Trump a few weeks ago w w e planning to run live events again as early as the end of this summer. It was last reported. AEW News, as we said earlier, Absolute Ricky Starks has signed with AEW AEW officially after Dynamite last night. In New Japan News, uh, they really, like I said before, they deserve a whole bunch of credit for their precautions that they have going on during the ongoing pandemic. Even their commentary is respecting the social distancing with not all three commentators being at the desk is, uh, I think, Each two commentators are in the arena and they're separated by the six feet while the third commentator is remote from a different location on the screen in the middle, which is very unique. Uh, First two nights of New Japan Cup 2020 action were this week, which featured Yuji Nagata defeating Minoru Suzuki in an upset in the first round of the tournament. New Japan also announced four new events uh, to their schedule, which will include fans in attendance. New Japan Road will be on Monday, July 20th at Kurgan Hall. Sergio Lord in Sagio uh, will be Saturday, July 25th. Uh, Summer Struggle 2020 n- Night 1 will be on Monday, July 27th at Kurgan Hall. And Summer Struggle 2020 Night 2 will be on Friday, July 31st in Kurgan Hall. Impact Wrestling had a huge tease this week as former Impact uh, Impact Champion uh, Impact World Champion EC3's music played at the end of the episode after Moose defended the TNT TNA Championship. And in other related EC3 news, he made news with ROH this week as he cut another great promo on his social media titled There Is No Honor In What We Do, ending with him standing in front of the ROH logo. So what are your thoughts, what's your guys' thoughts on uh, EC3 making news in two different companies during this whole pandemic going on and really been uh, creating a buzz on his social media with his promos? Oh, what you think, Mike?
2: Well, you know, it's good that he's doing that, because it makes people forget about that horrible career that he had in WWE. Um, you know, he didn't I,
1: have I, one friend, I'm sorry. I, career. I, I him,
2: so he is part of a five-star match, uh, so is Lars Sullivan, unfortunately. Um, but <laughs> he did get that out of the company and a figure, and he's in one of the games, I believe. But other than that, that was a waste of time. Yeah. Um, yes, Impact is where he belongs. Uh, he, that's where he did had the most success. That's where he should go. I think I don't personally think he'd fit in in Ring of Honor. Um, he's got that Nick Aldis kind of thing going for him, which he also doesn't do it for me. Um, but but hey, you know uh, I think he should go to Impact. I don't know if they're just teasing it, trying to get people to like, oh, who's it going to be? Because they've been teasing everyone that's basically yeah. got released that had a cup of coffee in uh, Impact. Um, so, whether he, whether he actually goes to either one of these places will be remain to be seen. He could be end up in MLW, you know. I mean, nobody really knows. It's true.
0: It's so. true. I, but I, I I definitely agree with you. I like the buzz that he's creating for himself. ROH also reportedly uh, planning to run empty arena shows for a TV uh, without friends. No timetable yet for when they will begin. And other wrestling news this week, a former female wrestler has accused uh, former OTT champion David Starr of raping her and other females in the past. Due to this, uh, David Starr has been uh, basically cut or released from all the uh, companies that he was working on, The Independent, including over the top wrestling. This led to a Twitter cancel storm as many distractors as well as former supporters coming out to reveal his past about uh, treating women as well as other wrestlers with disrespect including our former uh, guest right here on True Hill Heat uh, Darius Carter. Uh, Back when Darius Carter had a match with Pete Dunne unfortunately Pete Dunne got an injury and even though him and David Starr were friends David Starr went on Twitter and publicly deframed him and said that he should quit the business. So among other things david stark really got dragged this week i know that um, mike you wanted me to kind of bring this up with this whole big storm becoming a big story uh yet bef- the day before we're recording this so what was your thoughts
2: So, as a fan of his, uh, or was, (laughs) it sucks, because he was in a lot of my favorite matches uh, last year of 2019, him and Mercedes Martinez. uh, I mean, here's the thing. It's terrible if he did those things. We still watch Chris Benoit matches. You know, some people do. He killed his family. Uh, If you haven't seen the David Starr-Mercedes match, you should, because it is probably (laughs) the best man-versus-woman match I've ever seen. But... Um, it's terrible, you know. Uh, I, it's it's a real shame that he, you know he did those things. Uh, he is basically, you know, gone. He's he's been canceled beyond wrestling, which was like his home base where they called him the ace of the company. They already he's gone. So it's unfortunate for everyone involved. Uh, but he should be punished uh, if it's a crime. He should do the time.
0: How about you, Miss Chrissy? Love
1: it's. Sad. Um, I, I, I don't really know what, uh, I guess guilty unpro- until proven gu- innocent. I don't know. Uh, uh, but it's looking like it's all pointing to you. Like he said, like Mark said, there's a small, small chance that I don't know. It's, it's just sad and unfortunate. And, um, if you did it, then you're a scum and um, you should rot. And a good
0: Got to do the you got to do the time if you do the crime. For and sure. I noticed
2: because of this, it opened a can of worms. Uh, you know, I was skimming through Twitter uh, earlier before I got in the podcast, and a lot of females are coming out about other wrestlers. Like Travis Banks is getting now. Um, uh, who's the guy on uh, the U- NXT UK with the mask? uh,
0: uh El Lagero.
2: He's getting it now. So this is going to wow. be uh, yeah. So it's it's not going to be good for a lot of people. So we'll we'll probably have to talk more about other
0: people getting dragged and getting canceled via Twitter and getting exposed uh, on the next True Hill Heat on True Hill Heat eighty. But we gotta get into our final segment of the show. We we worked hard and we put together between the four of us, uh, between the four of us, a collective list for you. <laughs> it's been. One year since the introduction of All Elite Wrestling. So many great pay-per-views, so many great episodes of Dynamite since then. We decided that for the one-year anniversary, which just passed with Double or Nothing 2020, we will give you the top 10 best matches of AEW's first year. So we're going to start off from 10 ended off with one starting off at number 10 is one of the more recent matches that has happened in aew as it double or nothing it was nyla rose defending the aew women's championship against Hokara shida in a no disqualification match this was hard hitting a very fun match where shida got the victory and became the new aew women's champion I will start with you, Chrissy. What was your thoughts on this match? This was higher up on your list than I think many of us.
1: Um, I thought it was finally a good match that uh, showed Nyla Rose off better. They didn't really give much uh, shine to much of the women's division in AEW. I'm not sure why, but these two put on a great match, and I was happy that Nyla you know, gave the—well, she didn't give it to her, but she lost. Two Sheikas—they the you that pick the winner—but um, I, I, I was overall happy between the match, they, the story that they told in the ring from this match. That's why I had it so high up for the women. As, as far as it was my only woman, women's match out of everyone, to be honest, it hasn't been
2: that much. Yeah, they, but um, the they have not than So
1: <laughs>
0: I think all of us had at least one one, except for Mike, had at least one women's match on their list. Sorry, sorry to bury you, but coming it's okay. in. <laughs> brigade and 9, we got from All Out last year in September of 2019 in Chicago. The main event, it was Chris Jericho going one-on-one with Hangman Page to decide the first ever AEW world champion. This one was a very good matchup with Chris Jericho, uh, Pulled out the victory with the Judas effect to become the first ever AEW world champion. Top guy JJ, this was on your list. What was your thoughts on this one? I mean,
3: it's the inaugural AEW championship match. I mean, you gotta you gotta show some love to, to the company on this one here. And they did put on a pretty good match. It obviously probably wasn't the definitely wasn't the best match of the night. Um, but a, they did put on a pretty they they did they worked pretty good, they worked well. Um, it just definitely looked like this was their first time in a ring together and they and they pulled off a pretty decent match and it was something that I definitely remembered in Jericho pulling out that judas effect it It was like, oh shit, he's actually gonna stick to this, and this was something that it was like a landmark for him. it was actually pretty good, and they delivered they delivered a pretty decent match, considering that what we had earlier in the night was amazing. <laughs> Which we'll get
0: to <laughs> coming in at number eight uh, is from AEW Revolution this year on February 29th. It was Pac the Bastard, Pac or Pac, whichever, whichever war you want to call. I I'll go with Pac. Pac. Going one on one with the hottest superstar, the hottest wrestler of 2020 in his debut AEW singles matchup, Orange Cassidy. This one was two opposite characters going one-on-one in an electric crowd in Chicago for this one as Pac got the victory thanks to the Lucha Bros taking out best friends on the outside. I had this on my list, and this was a late addition for me, but I just remember this match for Orange's debut and how... How he just has the crowd in the palm of his hand Mm -hmm. and makes it go crazy and Pac being the perfect foil for him for his first matchup, it had to make our list. Coming in at number seven is is one of the main events from AEW Full Gear, as it was Chris Jericho defending the AEW World Heavyweight Championship against the American Nightmare Cody. This one was a brutal contest where Cody does a sunset flip right onto the ram, busting himself open. And then Ooh, finally yeah. Jericho has him in the walls and it is MJF that throws in the towel for his mentor Cody to give Chris Jericho the victory. Chrissy, Love, this was on your list. What was your thoughts on this one?
1: Uh, again, my, the young Ted DiBiase throwing the, the towel in for you know Cody changing the match and like everyone was just, just like, like what are you doing? Like what? What? Why are you doing this? You know, um, it it, it the story that was told uh, the great match between Cody and Jericho. Jericho, you say Orange Cassidy is great. Jericho is at his prime, and he's what fifty. Like this yep. man yep. can like like not do anything wrong. He is like amazing. Anything he does, he put it's just great. That's <laughs> that, like it's just amazing. I'm I you gotta love it.
0: Perfection. Coming in at number six is from is from AEW Dynamite. One of our first, yeah, first match from AEW Dynamite in what I like to call the greatest match in AEW Dynamite history, as it was Kenny Omega going one on one with the Bastard Pack. In an Iron Man match from the February 26th edition of AEW Dynamite. Top guy JJ, this is high on your on your list, so we'll go to you. Omega got the victory in two falls to one after a little bit of sudden death winning with the one wing angel. Top guy JJ, what was your thoughts?
3: Um it was wow. Like, I mean, that was that right there if that was kind of one of those where it's like yo this is what AEW Dynamite is going to bring on a weekly basis <laughs> damn their bar is high as hell <laughs> <laughs> and, and to get that that it was a flat out spectacular match and this came off almost, this this came off the heels of that the their first encounter and their first a, two it, encounters from first en- all out and all out, and uh, then the one Thanksgiving edition of Dynamite. The Thanksgiving one and All Out is I I just love the, the feeling that I got when Pat pulled out the victory in All Out. Like it was like oh shit. Like he just he literally and it just this was a great story for the course of a few months between these guys and it culminated in a tremendous Iron Man match on TV. <laughs> on TV and it, it was it was a fantastic match man. Nothing bad to say about it.
2: I do have to that's ask why, a question. Yeah, has there ever been an Iron Man match that's not the Brock Lesnar Kerrangle that's actually ended without having to go to sudden death?
3: <laughs> um, uh, the uh, well, the, well, the well, Rock and Triple H. Yeah, judgment yes. Day yes. When yes. the Undertaker, yes, <laughs> <qualified>.
0: Chris <laughs> Benoit versus Triple H from a Monday Night Raw when Benoit was uh, champion was another one. That didn't go to sudden Sorry death. Sorry to derail but,
2: it. I was just thinking when you say they went to a sudden death, I'm like, man, all of them go to sudden death. But. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a fair question. A bu- it yes. happens when you speak to a bunch of wrestling nerds, man. You'll get an answer from somewhere. That's true. <laughs>
0: but this was 32 minutes of some of the best wrestling that I've seen on television, especially in the year 2020. And that's why I said AJ versus uh, Brian from the, uh, this past week's SmackDown is the best WWE TV match of 2020. This one is the best. Wrestling TV match of 2020. Coming in at number five is Kenny Omega once again. This time no non-sanction, no rules, lights out matchup against John Moxley. The most gruesome match in aew history the most gruesome match you will see on wrestling pay-per-view in probably the last couple of years this one was brutal we had a bed of barbed wire we had an exposed ring we had bought we had barbed wire brooms and in the end it was john moxie with the paradigm shift on the exposed ring wood to get the victory i will kick it over to you mike What was your thoughts on this one?
2: Fucking amazing. Uh, I think they went a little overboard with um, the scraping of the backs with the broom. um, Because... The, you know, it wasn't needed. You already were using the barbed wire. You didn't have to do that. So that was a little hard to watch. And I actually liked some deathmatch wrestling. But other than that, it was awesome. Uh, not sure the right guy won, but that's because I'm also a Kenny Omega mark on top of being a Young Bucks mark. But, well, you uh, know
0: the right guy won because the guy went on to win the AEW world title. Beat non-biased for once.
2: <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> You got me there. Take your, your favoritism
0: away. I can't. I can't. <laughs> that is why you are the East Coast Brandon color. We will appreciate your love for the elite. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: <laughs> and another, another elite member, or he actually questioned this on Dynamite this week, but he is still a part of the elite. Coming in at number four is Cody who went one-on-one with his brother Dustin Rhodes at AEW Double or Nothing. A lot of people, including the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, voted this as the 2019 Match of the Year, one of the most emotional matches in in wrestling of, of the last decade, I would say. A bloody war at Double or Nothing, the first pay-per-view for AEW, and it got five stars from Uncle David Meltzer. This one is brutal. This one is great. It's emotional. Cody gets the victory with the crossroads in the end. Chrissy Love, what was your thoughts on this one?
1: Um, the brother versus brother match of pure greatness. Um, I know their father was smiling down watching them put on this show and on their own pay-per-view, at, might I say. Um, but I definitely definitely think it was a great... The blood took it over to the the next level, I feel um the in-ring everything about it like it was a bloody mess there was blood everywhere i, I think for the first pay-per-view they had to have something of a bang show in their match and that's that's what it was and I, it was very very good
0: they had to have the blood and gluts blood and, blood and guts coming in at number three is is mike's number one i will get that off the bat It is the Young Bucks going up against the Lucha Bros from All Out last year in Chicago. Escalera de la Morte, the ladder war to end all ladder wars. This had the spot of 2019 as Pentagon does a Canadian destroyer off the ladder to Matt Jackson through a table we had Nick Jackson falling off of two ladders and hitting his head on two on one of the two tables he was supposed to fall through we finally ended off with Pentagon and Phoenix. Doing their uh, double team Canadian uh, Canadian uh, no package power driver double stomp onto a ladder and then finally climbing the ladder to win the AAA tag team titles. This one is crazy. This one is the most insane ladder match I've ever seen live. Mike, this is your number one. So, what was your thought?
2: I mean. Matt Jackson after the match said they might do a little too much and uh, maybe just maybe, but it was awesome. I was sitting at the edge of my seat the entire time. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I couldn't believe what they were doing. Mine was blown. I had hair at the time. I no longer do because of that match. Uh, I can't believe it. It was awesome. Just awesome.
0: Work of art definitely worth the five and three, uh, five and a quarter stars it got from Uncle David Melter. Coming in at number two is Chrissy Loves number one. It was from AEW Double or Nothing 2020, The Inner Circle versus The Elite the stadium stampede the cinematic match to end all cinematic matches it was crazy, it was insane it was a little bit of a movie meets wrestling, meets a comedy show, meets everything in between it had mascots getting the Judas effect, it had a flag <laughs> thrown on a on a two count it had northern like suplexes going 100 yards, it had a golf cart, it had a horse run it had a bar fight it had
2: literally... Cool. Uh,
0: cheerleaders cheerleaders uniform (laughs) football uniforms it had a drowning attempt it had different (laughs) gimmicks coming out of water it was insane and in the end it was Kenny Omega with the one-wing angel to end all one-wing angels off of 18 feet in the air through a platform to Sammy Guevara for the elite to get the victory Chrissy Love why was this your number one
3: this
1: one was my number one because it just had everything you just named. It was just amazing um, From the horse the pool the cheerleaders. It just it had cinema It, it was just a, a movie at its finest with wrest with a wrestling ring in the middle of a football field That's <laughs> Greatness It is greatness at its finest. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. It was great. I was like This is what this is why we love wrestling. This is this is it. This is it. This is why I enjoy." this stuff this is what makes me a nerd to this you know this is it was amazing like after they had the street fight and they did this i was like just throw just throw it all just just give just they can't get no wrong man like
0: yes i i will say no other match made me more happier this year in 2020 than the stadium stampede for sure um any honorable mentions you guys want to run off before we get into our number one? I know, Chrissy Love, you love the street fight from the May 6, 2020 uh, AEW Dynamite with the infamous Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy golf golf cart running down Sammy Guevara. <laughs>
1: it's, and, and he has he's still on the damn um, scooter. It's great. He's singing the whole judas. He's ama- I, amazing. I love
0: Sammy. I love, love him. Sammy. I
1: never knew I loved him until he started, like, coming out singing <laughs> Chris Jericho's entrance music like and he's so off key but it's so oh. good it and he doesn't so know the good. words
0: he doesn't know the words
1: <laughs> so, and now he's on the so, damn it's sport. so karaoke
0: it's club so in New York good. Good. or so anywhere anyway,
1: you know?
0: <laughs> Mike any honorable mention
2: uh, I'm going to go with uh, Kenny Omega, of course, versus Joey Janela from the AEW Dark. I believe it would be from the 22nd of October, but it was filmed on the 16th. I was there. Uh, very good <laughs> I match.
1: <stayed> <laughs> uh, Contrastive
2: <laughs> styles, but that's why there's probably a no DQ match. And uh, I think it's really underrated, and it's probably the best Dark match they've ever had. But that's not saying much. But
0: <laughs> 100%. 100%. I got to agree with that one. Uh,
3: jo- uh, top guy, JJ. Uh, I think for me, if I had to pick one to to mention, would be the unsanctioned match between John Moxley and Joey Janela.
2: Like uh, that
3: was a fucking brutal
2: massacre. <laughs> that
3: shit. The was The bare just,
2: feet and the thumbtacks.
3: That shit was just like, holy shit! <laughs> they still allow this type of wrestling on TV. <laughs> like this, this, this was the freedom match for John Moxley. This was the match that. Moxley was finally released from his shackles Ugh. off his former employer. <laughs>
2: and to think it all started because he took a cigarette out of Joey Janela's mouth. I mean, really, it's
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Simple ways
0: to start rivalries. And that had the spot that my 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 love Tia said that she's seen CCW events live, but seeing Joey Janella barefoot onto thumbstacks disgusted her more than anything she has seen in wrestling.
1: I love
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> So finally, we get to our number one, our number one best AEW match of their first year was from AEW Revolution, the six star classic as Kenny Omega and Hangman Page defended the AEW tag team titles against their stablemates in the Elite The Young Bucks. This one is the most emotionally driven tag team matchup that I have ever seen in my life. I said right here on True Hill Heat, it was the best tag team match I have ever seen. I don't care. You can give me DIY versus The Revival. You could give me Midnight Express versus The Rock and Roll Express. Uh, Edge and Mysterio versus Benoit and Angle. It doesn't matter. This is the best. It had the storyline investment. It had months and months of, of, of little notes and little storyline bits in this one matchup that made you emotionally invested more than anything that AEW has put on. And that's why it's well deserving of a six-star rating. Omega and Hangman get the victory after Omega just went cowboy shit crazy <laughs> on both Young Bucks. With a buckshot lariat to both to get the victory, six star classic. I was my number one as well as top guy. JJ's number one. So, what was your thoughts, top guy?
3: First of all, I have a question for my for my beautiful my beautiful partner over here, Miss Chris. How was this number eight for you? Because I had like, other ones that how? I <laughs>
1: First of all, don't be put my numbers out there for anyone know. You have one list. You have, have, have to condense everything all into one. And
2: I- hey, I'm gonna take some heat off you. I forgot about it. Don't forget. So it wasn't even on my list until I remembered. So.
1: He completely forgot about at it. At least it was on my list, friend. Like,
3: listen, 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 man. Like, Mike, Mike smokes a lot of weed, so, 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 so you know, he, he he forgets about these things. But yes, you, thanks. like, uh. I I
1: I enjoyed the messages just that I enjoyed others more. Like, don't I? Don't be. I still had them on my list. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't list shame
3: me. this is my classic. Me pick at you, time. Yeah, this is don't by, list shame me. But, oh my god, this match had everything that you want in a wrestling match. This had spots, this had story, this had emotion, this had perfect execution, this had cliffhanger after cliffhanger. Like, how many times was this match supposed to end? Like, like it it just gave you... It was literally the wrestling orgasm that you would look for in a tag team wrestling match. And this was it. This was grand this is the bar for tag team wrestling and that shit delivered more than i expected it was going to deliver
0: so i got to call out one of my good friends from one of our our friendly podcasts that we where we know i recently did armchair bookers podcast our good friends from the bullet club block party last year and i i had a discussion on facebook with him about kenny omega in aew and i'm i basically rationalized his use the use of kenny omega since his time in aew and why him in the tag team division makes sense and yeah. the centerpiece of that whole theory is this matchup because this match has made the AEW tag team division bigger than the world title. This match is the whole reason why the AEW tag team division is the division in AEW and not the world title division. And why why we have to point more out of how much they've lacked on the women's division because they've done the tag team division so great. Oh, well wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Kenny Omega since he's come into AEW at double or nothing he was in the main event and he lost to the future first-ever world champion. Then at All Out, he set up he set up a future long-term feud with PAC and a work-rate feud, which put on great matches at All Out on Dynamite and in that Iron Man match, which we mentioned earlier. Then at Full Gear, he was once again in the main event, and he lost to the next world champion. And now he's been in a six-star classic with the Young Bucks. He's been in a great Dynamite match, one of the matches that I had on my list uh, against the Lucha Bros uh, right before Revolution, yeah. which was tremendous on Dynamite. He's had good matches with uh, Super Bad Squad as SU. well as S.C.U. Uh, on the boat when they won the titles, yeah. as well as defending the titles against them. Like he hasn't put on a bad match yet in AEW. People want to want the best bout machine when it's staring us right in the freaking face. And having him in the tag team division is helping him work with the future stars of AEW and helping them elevate them by being in the ring with the best wrestler in the world. So Kenny Omega in this matchup kind of in a nutshell kind of explains to me his use of him and I feel like it's a lot better use than anybody else would have used Kenny Omega for the time that he's been with AEW. Beautiful said. Yes.
1: So. Finally, we
0: got to close things out on this edition of True Hill Heat. Thank you so much if you watched this long through. We had a lot to unpack with everything going on in the WWE, as well as our full list for the top 10 AEW matches. But you can also check out the rest of our lineup that's on our channel right now, the greatest pay-per-view roundtable ever, as myself, Romeo, Drunk Guy, JJ, and Josh review WWE Backlash and the greatest wrestling match ever. You can also relive my live reactions of the greatest wrestling match ever as we had our live stream for Backlash. Top Guy JJ was in the comments for that, checking it out as well. Our New Japan Cup 2020 preview on the latest J News Japan with J News and myself. I learned a lot. So if you don't know a lot about New Japan, J News is the guide to watch because I only watch the big matches for New Japan. J News watches the Young Lions matches. He watches oh. the, the oh. New Japan dad matches. So he taught me a lot about who's in this New Japan Cup. So you guys Bless need to his watch heart. If, if Bless his heart.
3: Bless Japan his cup. heart and his lack of sleep.
0: Our latest Undertaker The Last Ride Chapter 4 The Battle Within as well as Dark Side of the Ring Season 1 review for The Killing of Bruiser Brody are up on our YouTube channel right now. You can check out the late, The last AE Recap, Dark Power, Smackdown with the Lynches as well as True Rewind and new editions of Dark Power, Smackdown with the Lynches and AE Recap will be up this weekend with True Rewind returning back to his slot on Mondays as well as you can't miss our final Undertaker the last ride review <laughs> It's been a long ride and Romeo is now getting frustrated as frustrated as I've been for the past 3 years on True Ooh. Hill Heat with the Undertaker not retiring he is getting frustrated with seeing the Undertaker change his mind from retiring <laughs> to keep wrestling as much as I've been for the past 3 years So Mike, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Good brother, where can the fine people find you on social media or anything else they can find you on?
2: Well, uh, hmm. uh, the, only thing I, the only place I want people to find me uh, is probably my YouTube channel. I haven't done a review in a long time. I do serial reviews. Um, right. So it's called Martin's Serial <laughs> Reviews. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, again, I haven't done them in a really long time. I'll go back to doing them. Uh, anywhere else, I probably don't want you guys following me.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, there you go. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> can Abaddon follows him, but you can't. That's that's a true heel. That's a true heel.
1: This,
2: no, this uh, but it, truth be told, um, I'm, I'm Mike Martin on on Facebook. You can add me. It's fine. I don't care. I got bald head. <laughs> uh, you'll see me.
1: Over.
0: the east coast, <laughs> coast Brandon color. Brand color as we yes. named him on this edition of true Hill heat miss chrissy love where can they find you
1: uh i am the sensation miss chrissy love you can find me on uh ig twitter and on facebook uh chrissy love or uh miss chrissy and uh crystal Lynch.
3: and top guy jj uh instagram is true hill underscore top guy jj and at facebook i'm just justin johnson you can find the
0: True Hills on Facebook. True Hills T-R-U-H-E-E-L-S, uh, the group page. You can join there where you can vote for the poll on what was better between AEW Dynamite and WWE NXT to help out the Wednesday night warriors. You can find the True Hill Heat page right there on Facebook. It's also True Hill Heat on Twitter as well as Instagram. You can also follow Battle Club Pro on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at as well at X. B A T T L E C L U B P R O X. Yes. That's on the Instagram, and you can find me at TrueHeal underscore Epic SP3. Of course, you know what to do right here on YouTube. You can like, share, and subscribe this video. Push the bell to stay notified, as always, for all the great content. And, of course, follow our friends. Battle Club Pro is on YouTube. As Mike just said, he does serial reviews. Follow him on YouTube. Subscribe to his channel, as well as our AE Recap friends. Jimmy Macaram has his channel for TV reviews. And... And Marcus Cash, My Battery is Dying, is his YouTube channel where he is doing now weekly Monday Night Raw reviews for the Bruce Pritchard era. And on iTunes, SoundCloud, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you can listen to us at True Hill Heat. And we are bringing something new. Our last announcements for this episode, we are bringing our pay-per-view roundtables to our audio versions of True Hill Heat. So not only this podcast will be to listen to, but we are going to put up our WWE Backlash review on our audio platform, so you can listen to us on i2 SoundCloud, and Anchor. So until True Hill Heat 80, for our special guest, Mike Martin, for the princess of all the True Hills, Miss Christy Love, our resident True Hill alcoholic, Top Guy JJ, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been True Hill Heat 79. We are signing off until next time.